Welcome back to another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. And I'll tell you, we are fired up today because we have our first of our NFL division previews. And today we... Dun, 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 dun. There. Oh, we don't even need music. Is that, even, is that, is that how it goes? That's close enough. It's dun, close dun, enough dun, dun. that we won't get sued for copyright infringement, Ooh. but it's not dead on. So good job. Dun, 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 that dun, dun. is getting worse. So we've got the AFC East preview for you, and we're going to start off. Let's get right into the Dolphins. Oh, for Bradley. This is all for you, Bradley. It's all, well, really, let's not lie. This, I think there is another Dolphins fan at it's, Aces. It's all for Cutler. Oh, that's why we start. We, we start with Jay. Mm-hmm. We start with Smoke and Jay. butt cheeks back. If it was Tannehill, we would have done them last. But we're going to go ahead and start with Jay. The Dolphins are coming off kind of a funny year where they made it. Uh, they were 10-6 and six last year. They made the playoffs. Got stomped in the playoffs because Tannehill Oof. was not their quarterback. It was Matt Moore. Uh, the Dolphins were interesting last year. They started off the season 1-4. Ajay wasn't really playing that much. They went 7-1 and one in their next eight games before Tannehill got hurt. And then they ended 2-1 and one with Matt Moore. Uh, they lost to the Patriots. And then they got blown out against the Steelers. Um, so they were 10-6. and six. I mean, I think that most of us think that they're not going 10-6 and six again this year, right? I wouldn't bet on it. No. I, I mean, that was one of those things where it's like, you know, we're hanging with Brad. We're going to Aces to watch the first. I think they might have been the first playoff game of the, the year. I think they were last year. And it's one of those things like, we're backing them. Do you feel confident at all about Matt Moore going into Pittsburgh? What was the spread? Do we remember? I don't know 12? what the spread was, but it was. I think it was 13? double digits, right? Yeah. It looked good for – no, no, it didn't look good at all. I think, <laughs> I think they were up 14-0 pretty quick. It was pretty fast. So what I'm wondering, they didn't make that many changes, which was I was a little skeptical of. They didn't really help out their offensive line. They traded Brandon Albert, and they got Julius Thomas, which is a great tight end upgrade because – when he was in Denver under Adam Gase, he had 24 touchdowns in 27 games. Yeah, I saw that. Julius that was, Thomas. Yeah. So that's somebody He where, also had Peyton Manning. Uh, Jay Cutler, man. I thought you'd be oh, on this sorry. train. Like, come on. This is your boy. I'm saying we shoot higher, higher than 24 and 27. Oh, they're going for 30 for 27, averaging over one. I get you it. You saw what Jay did with uh, Martellus Bennett. Yeah, and then we saw how Tom did with Martellus Bennett. Eh. How? Well, okay, so they lost Brandon Albert. Mm-hmm. Was it a big loss? He he had fallen off. He had fallen he off. He retired. Like he's at the point where was he? Thirty two. The body's breaking down. He tried to come back from retirement because he realized like he owed them like four million bucks, and they're like, "No, buddy, you retired. Pay us our money." They're like, "We'd rather have the money yeah, back we, than we'd you." We'd rather have the money. That says something. And you know what? They got a uh, they got gas mask coming in in second year. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, like that. I would not be surprised if Laramie Tunsil taking over at left tackle is not a big upgrade I would than agree. what they dealt with last year. I think the biggest thing for their offensive line is whether or not Mike Pouncey can play Plays. more than five yeah. games. Because he played five games last year. Now, let me ask you this before I talk about their offensive line. Are you a Jay Ajay believer? Yes, I am, if he can stay healthy. I know, I mean, he had health issues back in college. Um, I, th- I think he was relatively healthy. He was last year, yeah. after the first few games. got a concussion games. recently, but other than that, as long as his knee is fine, uh, the guy's a beast. I mean, he showed that he can break tackles, and he showed that he can run away from people. So it's kind of what you want. He's not a great pass catcher, but as an early down back, if they can pave some way for him, uh, he could have a big year. Yeah, he did lead the league in 58 forced missed tackles. He also led the league with 3.46 yards after contact per carry. So like you said, he can 
break the first tackle and he can get away explosive. He can definitely have some really big games. What worries me is how inconsistent he was last year. But that is probably a little bit due to the offensive line. A hundred percent. You know, if- delving into it a little bit further, he had only four games where he had triple digit rushing yards. Three of those games came with Mike Pouncey. And the rest of Mike Pou- the games, he didn't play with Mike Pouncey. Mike Pouncey only played five games for them at center. And in those five games, uh, JHI had three of his best rushing games. But what would you set Mike Pouncey's games over under at? Legitimately, if you were Vegas line. I mean, probably seven and a half. Six and a half. He's going to play maybe half. I'd take the under. And I think he's still hurt now. They think he's going to play week one. That would be huge. Yeah. So I, I mean, think that he... Pounces are good. He's a big... It scares me that JHI had 58% of his yards and 63% of his touchdowns in four games. Yeah. So that I mean, scares me a little bit. But it like he passed the eye test. You know what I mean? Like, and there's no backup. Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake aren't... They're vulturing, the and they're yeah, not vulturing. No, well, the Damian Williams experiment needs to end. I like Damian Williams. Why? He's what do you good, have? He's a good pass catching back for twenty five carries. Make Kenyon Drake the pass catching back. Damian Williams is better than Kenyon Drake. Drake. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Oh, I need to get Brad's opinion on that one. Ooh, that are was... you? If you draft JHI though, are you handcuffing him? No, I don't know what I would handcuff him with. Not even just, one of those two. You gotta just. Who would you? Who? It's one of those two, right? Williams or I think Drake? it would be Damian Williams. Who would? I mean, just looking at his ADP right now, he's going right behind Jordan Howard. Obviously, I'm biased with that. The next running back after him is Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, would I rather have Jai or Leonard Fournette? That is tough, but I th- think I would have a Jai. I would uh, go with a Jai there. Would you go yeah, a Jai maybe. over Do- Todd Gurley? Yes, absolutely. Um, Ajay over Demarco Murray? No. Okay. I would go Demarco before him. So you, um, so you've got Ajay as like a top seven, top eight running back, and that's because he's obviously not he's splitting solidified carries, right? into that role. He's the only one. And, and he yeah, looked like good. you said, if Pouncey, if Pouncey stays healthy, you know, he can rest up after not supporting Aaron Hernandez anymore. Like he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, Nobody does. Jermon Bushrod, Bushrod at guard. Not a huge fan of that. No, that's Ted your old Larson, boy. Ted Larson had a what, what did I say? Injury reserve for Ted Larson. <laughs> oh, is he on IR now? Biceps. Yeah, that's fine. He's out Good. seven weeks. Good. Maybe somebody can step up. Well, I don't know because I don't think they've got a defensive deep enough offensive. Ted Larson's not good. Not easy garbage. Yeah. Well, Bush Roger, Bush Roger Bear, right? He had a drink of water, a cup of tea. What did I say? Oh, a cup of coffee with him? Yeah, a cup of coffee with him. So Jay Cutler under Adam Gase. Can you talk a little bit about that, being a Bears fan, when that year in 2015 where it was one of Cutler's best, if it wasn't the actual best statistical year of his career? I mean, he just does a good job at managing a quarterback, trying to keep him out of trouble, trying to keep him focused on not doing too much. Um, Like you said, or I don't know if you mentioned that last year, I think the Dolphins were last or second to last in pass attempts. And they, last. they played really slow, like grind a lot of clock. So I think if he can, if he has a good running back, that's where he's going to devote the uh, attention like to their offensive game plan. Um, now with Cutler's... Jay Cutler's not really... He's not draftable. He's not draftable? Not even as a... I mean, in a 2QB league, that's stupid. In a 2QB league, he would he be is. a back-end... Uh, QB two, I mean, if you want to ask, like, no, I would rather have. Sense. I would rather have. Ooh, let's see, who's mediocre? Like Jay Cutler or Alex Smith? Oh gosh, maybe Alex Smith. I think I'd have Jay Cutler over Alex. Smith. But that's the kind of conversation that you're looking bench. at having. Yeah, 
Um, when you're looking at Andy Dalton or Cutler, are you looking at something like that? I hate Andy Dalton. Well, no, and that's and you think you take Cutler over But I like Andy Dalton's weapons better. Eli Manning or Cutler? I like Eli Manning's weapons better. Cutler doesn't seem to have. He's always had that big receiver, right? He's always had an Alshon or something like that. They don't really have that in Miami. Devontae. Is it Devontae? I mean, yeah. what's he, 6'2"? 6'3"? Is he 6'3"? So are we looking at Devontae? The wide receivers that Miami has are Jarvis, Devontae Parker, and they just signed Kenny Stills to that Kenny. $20 million deal because he got yeah. nine touchdowns last year. Would you rather have – I mean, Jarvis is going probably too soon. Of those three, which one is the most enticing to you based upon where you can draft them? Like, do you think Devontae? Devontae yeah. A lot of upside there? Yeah. I think I saw that he was – He's getting drafted around 36. Yes. It's 36, the wide receiver. 36 wide receiver. Um, and I would rather do that than get Jarvis Landry around like 18. That I don't know. I'm not a big Jarvis Landry guy as far as fantasy. He's okay. He just doesn't score enough touchdowns. His hands, meh, they're okay. I don't know what his drop rate is, but it's not. it's not great. He also, and I'd have to find the stat here, but he he catches so many balls at the line of scrimmage. And I think that's, you know, he does have those games where he has so many catches. Or even on the season, he's having these ridiculous numbers. A lot of it is just those short throws that Tannehill yeah, likes to dump PPR, off. PPR, obviously, he's way, way more. He's probably one of the receivers that is, like, the discrepancy between PPR and standard is near the top just because... Like you said, he catches a lot of balls. He catches a lot of balls where he doesn't really do anything. He's kind of a you know stutter guy, go back and forth, try to break the big run. Yep, bubble screens. Um, but I mean, do we have his touchdown numbers from last year? He was what I would guess five, four, four. Uh, he's just not an end zone target. Julius Thomas isn't going to help that. Um, now, last year in the red zone, targets wise, Devontae Parker had ten. Jarvis Landry had ten. Damian Williams and Deion Sims both had eight. Deion Sims caught balls. We overpaid Deion Sims. And he's gone now. Yeah. Now Julius Thomas and is going to take bears. over some of the space. Okay, I could see Devontae Parker. I think you're right. I would rather have him at like wide receiver 36 if you're taking him like the eighth or ninth round rather than Jarvis Landry as your one or two. When Ajay uh, took over week five, his per game target average went from 10.6 to 7.1 during the next nine game. Really? Stretch, when they were winning. So that's that Gase something. looks at that. I guarantee you that he looked at what they were doing when they were winning games. Um, I guess we're not really going to get. Are we going to get into defensive stuff or well, kind of fantasy? And I guess now, well, what I was just going to say about that is that, especially if they are going to be getting the lead a little bit, Gase obviously wants to run it. I mean, they yeah. passed the least amount last year. Uh, we can talk a little bit about their defense, just whether or not we think it's going to be any good, whether or not um, they didn't. They have nope. a good defensive line. They have a good defensive line. Cameron Wake is not going to play forever. God, what is he, 35 now? 34 maybe? 35 now because I think he was 34 last year. He's still a monster. Sue is still probably the second best interior lineman after Aaron Donald. Rashad Jones will be back. That's nice. They're, they're free safety. Yeah, that'll be big. They also, Byron Maxwell had a great – he actually had a really good year at he corner. Had a, he had a comeback year for sure. And then they've got Xavier Howard, the rookie, played well. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Very little depth. They lost uh, their second round pick to a torn ACL. Oh, right. Lost Koamisi. Um, they're they're just weak at linebacker. Yeah, and they have Charles Harris, the guy out of uh, Missouri that they drafted, uh, who's supposed can to be, be like Cameron Wake. I think in the they can be run on if that's like, you know, if you're looking at teams playing the Dolphins twice a year, uh, you know, 
Shady McCoy should be nice. Yeah. So now, now <laughs> the problem with Shady, they don't play him till week fifteen and seventeen. So that's in the playoffs. Yeah. Now that's nice though. That is nice. And who knows? They could they could be better defensively. Seven and a half wins. Over is plus one fifteen. Under is minus one forty five. You think I'm betting against Jay Cutler, man? So you're not betting it. I'm betting the over. Are you get a little bit of juice there? Plus one fifteen. Is no, that they they have a lot of good pieces on defense. Um, they have pieces on offense. It's you know they have weaknesses though. Like I think the good thing about the Dolphins weak. The good thing about the Dolphins numbers is that you get to play the Jets twice. And the, the Bills, Bills twice. That is huge. The Jets should be two wins, like easy. They also get to play the NFC South, where the Saints' defense isn't great. The Falcons yeah, are obviously that's a pretty, pretty good. good division. Yeah, the Bucks and the yeah. Panthers this year, especially too. Who else do they have? Uh, and then they've got the Tennessee Titans and the Ravens. Tennessee suck. Tennessee's okay. Tennessee. They're better than Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. So my Dolphins got a tough little run, but I they think have, they have a tough schedule. They got the man though. They got they got the cut. I nuts. just love dude hearing Jay Cutler just. You know, he, he comes out comes out of retirement, starts zipping the ball around like, you know, nothing happened. It's like, yeah, that's what he's done every year. You think he's in off-season, like, training, looking at film? No. He goes, hangs out with his wife, goes vacations, and then he comes into tra- training camp, whips the ball around. Like It's like you've gotten pretty used to this, huh? It's just, that's just, you know exactly what Bradley's going through. Ten million bucks? Oh, yeah. Have you Brad's bought, in for a wild ride. Have you bought Brad his uh, Cutler jersey yet? Are we keep, keeping that on the DL till Christmas? Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? He's going to be super happy with that. All right. The Dolphins, other th- unless you've got anything else, I mean, what I wanted to look at was whether or not Jay Ajayi is really for real. And if we get a good offensive line, good play from Pouncey, um, and Tunsil does fine, the guards are a little weak, but he did just as much last year with less. And if Gase is committed to the run, I think AJ is still a good pick. Wide receivers, Devontae Parker, no interest in Kenny Stills, maybe late. But his nine touchdowns, he's regressing, right? Yeah, I don't I, I see Devontae. I mean, if I had to target one guy, I mean Ajay, if he's there, if he slips a little bit, I'd take him. Um, but Devontae, like looking at ADPs, like who's who's Devontae going around? Uh Devontae is going around Corey Coleman, Corey Davis. Cameron Meredith, Jeremy Macklin, Randall Cobb. I think I'd rather have Devontae Parker than any of those. Cam Meredith? Ooh, I would rather have Cam Meredith. What, because he's on the Bears? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trubisky-Meredith connection, come on. Corey Coleman, I would rather have Devontae. Just... I mean, at least with Gase's Devontae, system. you're going to get I mean, a bomb. They, right? Like, I don't want... Corey Coleman's been hurt, too. I don't want... Corey him. Davis is a rookie... Who's starting for Cleveland even? I mean, this is kind of like the three-year leap for Devontae, too. Like, yes. You know, he matured a little bit, understands the professional game. Adam Gase is a fantastic coach. It's weird that he's like the third highest for uh, most likely to be fired. It makes no sense. Really? He just went 10-6. and six. Oh, That's weird. Good on the Dolphins? Good on the Dolphins. Move to the Bills? Yeah, I think they can win eight games. I think they could based on the division. Yeah. Based on the division they're in for sure. Move I'm on not gonna, to the sorry, Brad. I'm not betting it. All right. So next up in the AFC East is the Buffalo Bills, led by a new head coach, Sean McDermott, who was the defensive coordinator out in Carolina last year. Uh, they've actually got all new coordinators, too. They got Rick Dennison, who's the Broncos' old offensive coordinator last year. And then their defensive coordinator, don't know if you know this, Leslie Frazier. Oh, last year's big less. Baltimore defensive back. So. Man, to be a coach's wife, you just got to go wherever the hell. Just some more poo-poo. Yeah. yeah, just Buffalo. Jeez. Babe, I need this job because I'm not good at it. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to Buffalo then. 
their sportsbooks got him at six and a half wins. Over is minus 110, under is minus 120. I mean, I don't think anybody's expecting anything great from Buffalo. They've got great pieces, and I think it's good that they brought in a defensive coach. They've got six draft picks next year in the first three rounds, but we're not talking about next year. Uh, we're talking about this year. J.D., are the Bills going to win six and a half games? Ooh, gun to my head by a member of the Bills Mafia. I say yes. Do you? Oh, okay. I think seven. I'll put them at seven. They do get to play. I love Tygon. Now, I love him. Let's talk about Tyrod. Are they tanking with no know. regard for Tyrod? Like he's when not on a contract extension. That, they traded Sammy. Yeah, is this like what was his contract details? Sorry, I should have looked that up. It was. Um, I'll talk a little bit about my love for Tygon, dude. He can avoid sacks, but he can take bad sacks. <laughs> He can do the electric play. He can make the dumb play. Fantasy-wise, he's a fantastic quarterback. I've had him. I might keep him in one of my leagues just for, like, I think he's three bucks. He had the second most rushing yards last year, fourth most rushing touchdowns. I think he could improve on both of those. I think he could lead the league QBs in rushing. I think last I saw he was going as QB 19. And it's like, man, if I'm looking at Tyrod at QB 19 or I'm looking at like a Carson Wentz like get out of here dude I'll pass on Carson Wentz yeah absolutely not especially because he well, gives you a really good floor yes I agree especially with the, the rushing, rushing yards man. and you know what? he throws a good ball it's just like the targets that he's going to be throwing to with Sammy gone it's a little bit of a bummer so yeah if you if you think that Maybe they are tanking. They just have two teams in the East that are tanking. Patriots are going to win 15 games again. I don't think they can fully tank with the the talent that they have. They're not the Jets. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, we, let's, you want to talk about him? Yeah, so the Bills, where they can do well and they can take some of the pressure off Tyrod and maybe get out of some of those mistakes that he's definitely liable for, is that offensive line. You use that offensive line uh, where they got, what was the left tackle's name? Cordy Glenn that we were just Cordy talking Glenn, about. Yeah. Richie Incognito. The left side is solid. Um, they return four out of their five starters. And the only one that they don't is the right tackle, uh, which they got with a 63rd pick in this year's draft at a temple, Deion Dawkins. So I think that their offensive line is good, which bodes really well for LaShawn McCoy. Uh, if LaShawn McCoy can stay healthy and play 15 or 16 games, he could have a kind of a monster year. Uh, they got no more Mike Gillisley, who was just vulturing touchdowns from last year. Mike Gillisley carried inside the five 10 times last year, uh, and McCoy had 11. Do you worry at all about losing Anthony Lynn, their offense, the guy who was running their offense to the Chargers? I do a little bit. Because I think it's kind of something to think about. Like, it wasn't just LaShawn. It was just, like, the whole scheme. And, I mean, this is where we're not, like, football players, so we can't, like, speak in depth about what it would be like changing to what an outside zone running game now with the new or uh oc but i wouldn't be shocked if it wasn't as good and i also wouldn't be shocked if sean got hurt because he gets hurt a lot i do think that you're right that when you change offensive coordinators you don't know how they're going to change their offense to fit the plan that they used to have or if they're going to come in and change their own game plan to the personnel because the guy that's coming in to play offense, the do off their offensive coordinating now was in Denver the last two years. Denver's 
running game the last couple years. Yeah. Not that great. But they also didn't bad feature offensive it. offensive line, too. Yeah, bad offensive line. They didn't feature it that much. It would seem to me that if you're Rick Dennison and you're coming into this team, the Bills have been either one or two in rushing attempts the last two years. And the team is built that way, right? With the guards that they have, with the line play, they signed two fullbacks last year, Patrick DeMarco and Mike Tolbert. Yeah. Uh, maybe Tolbert's not a fullback. DeMarco's good. As big as one. And so if you're going to use uh, that to Atlanta. your advantage. Yep. So if you're going to – those two signings, you're going to have that. You drafted a tackle. You traded away Sammy Watkins. It would seem to me that the story here is we're going to play defense and we're going to run the ball, and hopefully Tyrod can make a few plays. Yeah. Because look at their re- receiving core right now. Zay Jones, Jordan Matthews, who I think I just read is hurt. He, I think Cracked he, his sternum. Yeah, I don't even know how you do that. Uh, <laughs> and Corey Brown, who was with Sean McDermott, you know, Philly Brown, who had just had it's a couple okay. of long bombs. Yeah. He's not great. Not good. It doesn't help Tyrod out at all. Uh, but it would seem to me that if they're going to win any games, it's going to be by playing Zay the Jones. run game. Don't they have somebody else? Am I forgetting him? No, they got Zay Jones. I got oh, Sammy Andre, Watkins. Andre Holmes. No, oh, they got Andre Holmes. Another guy who's like, okay. It would just, what are you doing here? It seems to me they're just going to be a was out of town. What did they trade? What did they get back for Sammy? For Sammy, they got EJ Gaines, and they also gave up oh, a corner. Yeah, they gave up a sixth round pick and they and Watkins, and they got a second round pick and a corner EJ Gaines, yeah, and then they so gave up their slot corner. They they're gave up building. their slot corner Darby. For oh Jordan yeah, because they gave uh, McDermott the head coach kind of like control. Never really a good idea, but. If he's kind of looking towards next year already, like, you know, I like Zay Jones. We knew Sammy was out the door, though, right away, just because they didn't even pick up his fifth-year option. So if you're not going to pick up the fifth-year option on your piece, the the wide receiver that you took with the fourth pick that you traded up, hey, at least they got a second-round pick out of him. Yep. Uh, And a corner. I don't think they're going to be very good. The only other sleeper that they really have is Charles Clay. I just don't see that many weapons that they have here other than LaShawn. I guess they're already like complaining about his knees. I think Clay's a stay away. I would agree yeah. with that. You don't want the tight end in that. Uh, you know, most receptions in NCAA history. Really? Zay Jones? Yep. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, when I was doing PFF stuff, I had to do uh, – what freaking team was he on? Was East like Carolina. East Carolina, ECU. The Pirates. Oh, man. You never know, like whether he looks good because he's really good, or whether he's t- playing against lesser competition. But how did he look in the film? Good, pretty I mean, good. Yeah, um, he's a guy. I don't know. And isn't East Carolina one of those colleges that's always playing some of the they division good ones? Teams. And they, they play, play a lot good of teams. SEC teams. Yeah, um, I mean they're right in the area. Yeah, and they're not they're not like a good team, but if you can throw it, I'm looking at him, trying to see his average draft position, like. Zay Jones. It's Zay Jones going to be high. I, I bet it's going to be a little bit higher just because yeah, first year receivers never great. I'd probably stay away unless you're like trying to keep him. Um, but I mean, just the volume should be there because who else are they throwing it to? The, these are the targets that are gone now. Robert Woods, 76 targets gone. Marquise Goodwin, 68 targets gone. Sammy Watkins, 52 targets gone. So right there, we've got. 196 targets in a run-first offense that have to go somewhere. I mean, that's not maybe or ifs, or, but they have to go somewhere. Where do they go? Do they go to Zay Jones, or would you feel more comfortable taking somebody like Jordan Matthews? Probably Jordan Matthews. Just because Just he's, he's, he's been around the block. He's not, oh, he's not good, though. God. I don't know. I mean, it's probably a stay away for me both. But then does that make... 
if I'm saying that, does that make Tyrod a stay away? Because I mean, yeah, he can run the ball, but I think Tyrod his numbers might be a stay did away. take a dip. I think it was like point six touchdowns per game less without Sammy Watkins. And it's not like he had the best uh, receiving corps last year, but it's not like it got that much better. It's almost unfair to me to think what they're doing to Tyron because it's almost like they don't want him to have a good year so they can like cut him, resign him for maybe less money because they've got wide receivers. There's nobody good. Even with LaShawn McCoy, he's 29. Um, he's coming off a year in which he got hurt. He gets hurt every so often. He, doesn't, he hasn't played 16 games in two or three years. When he does, he's great. Um, but that's the question is if he can stay healthy. Um, and I also think that if Buffalo, if for some reason LaShawn went down, there is no rush out there to get him back. Right? Why? No, they wouldn't. They're not fighting for a playoff spot or anything like that. Uh, are you going to miss Big Fat Brothers? Rex and Rob? Yeah. I'll miss them being in the NFL. I mean, you think about like coaches always change. Who's hiring Rob Ryan? He's been a disaster at every stop he's gone to. I could see Rex he getting the, another he chance. The he was. He was Good the defense coordinator. Lord. I could see Rex getting another chance, but there's no way Rob's getting another chance in the NFL, right? I mean, he's awful. His defenses have been consistently in the bottom Just five. Terrible. I mean, the Saints, are you kidding me? They're still recovering from what he did. Okay, so going back to LaShawn then, he's coming, he's likely, what, the third running back off the board now? Is that true? You want to dip your toe into that? If I've, let me look. So we guess he's probably going around six, seven total. Are you not taking, I think I would take Melvin Gordon ahead of him. You would take Melvin Gordon over LaShawn? Yes. Because I know you and Puyan were big on him last year, and for where you drafted him, it was fantastic, right? It was when he played. He missed four games, LaShawn. Man, that's like... It's a quarter of the I season. I feel like that wasn't that many games for him last year. It was a quarter of the season. It's always like his like hamstrings and Well, stuff, and you too. know what's the most frustrating? It wasn't that he only played 12 games. He had 12 games where he had double-digit carries. He had three games where he had single-digit carries. And nothing's more annoying than that because that means he's getting hurt in the middle of the game, right? That, yeah, no. Five carries, six carries, eight carries. That's what's really frustrating. Yeah. But when when he carried the ball, he had 12 games of double-digit touches. In seven of those games, he had 100 yards compared to Ezekiel Elliott where he had 15 games of double-digit touches and still only had seven hundred seven 100-yard games. So when he was getting the touches, he was great. I'm just I'm a little worried this year because there are no other options. If they stack the box and they make Tyrod beat him with who? Zay Jones and Jordan Matthews? LaShawn may see even more people in the box, which doesn't help a 29-year-old running back. Yeah, Jonathan Williams. I mean, speaking of handcuffs, I mean, this this ADP is going to change. Right now he's RB54, and he's just a guy that if you do take LaShawn, you got to spend, like, you got to go earlier to get him. 100% you have to take him. Because he now, you would value John Jonathan Williams as a handcuff more than let's say a Jai's handcuff, right? Oh, it's not even close. Just based yeah. upon the line that the person's running behind, right? Yeah, just what I've seen in, from him. He seems back pretty in good. Miami. Um, the line's good. The system. I mean, the system should be all right, but uh, and he's just Lashawn has shown consistently to be more injury prone than uh, a Jai. Yeah, he has. I mean, Jonathan Williams is a guy that I would draft maybe even just on my own and just know that LaShawn's going to go down for four or five games. You're just going to be one of those guys hawking backups. Just hawking somebody. Wake, I mean, wake, hey, wake, wake, like, I don't expect him to last 
to the 54th running back by the time people draft, but I don't know. Looking at some people that going before him, I would take Jonathan Williams before. Uh, these guys are all. Uh, these guys all suck. Darren McFadden or well, that's Darren a little, McFadden. That's a little different. Yeah, because Darren McFadden's gonna go way higher than this. He's RB fifty right now. He's gonna jump up to forty. Jonathan Williams. I take him before Gio Bernard. Yes. All right, Buffalo. It's not looking up. The only are the only people that are draftable on Buffalo: Tyrod, Lashawn, and Zay Jones. Is because Zay Jones is draftable. Jonathan Williams. And, I mean, uh, Jordan Matthews? I mean, three yeah, of those guys, I mean, like 12th, 13th yeah, round. exactly. Well, that's annoying. Uh, Buffalo, you think they can get seven wins, though? Yeah, I mean, Marcel Darius is good. Jerry Hughes is good. It would seem to me that only Kyle one is going to hit. Old. Either Dol- either the Dolphins are going to get over seven and a half, or the Bills are going to get over six and a half, but not both. I forgot they lost uh, Gilmore to the Patriots. Yep. My God. They're decimated, man. Yeah. I don't think the Bills are going to win six and a half games. Well... Let's talk about the Patriots. All right. Well, let's talk about the 2016-17 NFL champions. Is it 17, 16? It's the year before, so 2016. 16-17? Yeah. I don't know. Let's not even think about that it's game anymore. 28-3. I can't. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to the Patriots. Super Bowl winners last year, 14-2 and in the East. They come in sportsbook at 12 and a half wins, and the over is minus 135. The under is plus 105. Any chance you're betting under 12.5? I know you're probably not going to bet the over. but I might bet the over. But the only problem is, I don't know, Garoppolo looks pretty good, but, God, they've dealt with injuries anyways. And this is maybe, just looking on paper at their death chart, it might be the best team that they've had in the last 10 years. On the offense and defense side? Um, On offense. Um, Defense, maybe not. When we were talking about offensive lines earlier, Interesting stat I heard. I think there were two teams that had their offensive lines together for like 90% plus snaps, and they both played in the Super Bowl. Really? So like maybe they'll get some regression along that front because if they do have injuries to the offensive line, I know Belichick's a great coach, scheme, whatever, but if Brady doesn't have time to throw, he cannot move and like – I don't know. No, he's up. He's going to be 40. And, I mean, they still got Solder over at the left tackle, right? Yep. And they've still got, I mean, I didn't realize that the two healthiest offensive lines were the ones that were played in the Super Bowl. Falcons and Patriots. It makes sense. Who do they got on the line? They've got Nate Solder. They've got Joe Thune. David Andrews is the center. Shaquille Mason's the right guard. And Marcus Cannon. Fleming was in there for a couple last year. Because I think Marcus Cannon is. No. Is he, is he new? thought he was i don't know no the only no everybody on their offensive line is the same god they got a lot of running backs all right who do you want who do you take first of their running backs of the running backs because there are mike gillisley Dion lewis james white rex burkhead brandon bolden still technically on the roster but uh, he's He's gone yeah i mean i think i want gillisley he's definitely the highest adp and i'm a little scared right now on my notes his adp was 64 which is a little high to me, which means you're taking a Patriots running back early in the sixth round. I think that's a little early for me, but of the four that I want, I think I would want Gillisley. Dion Lewis is going 181. That's in the ADP on our sheets, yeah. I like Dion. Do you know he played the most of the running backs in the first preseason game? Yeah, I didn't know really how to read into that because you don't know whether he's like their 
giving him more snaps to be like, oh, do we want to keep you? Like, are you healthy? Because, I mean, his knees, God, he's torn his ACL, I think, three times. Well, and that's what I'm wondering. Two. Anybody that's playing in the first half of the preseason did you watch game, it? I did not watch it. Because it'd be interesting to see how he looks. Because when he is healthy, he looks fantastic. Yeah. I think that's the guy you want in, like, a PPR league. But Gilsley is probably the one you want to get all those touchdowns that Blount got last year. Yeah, did you uh, – Mike Gillisley at the goal line, too. He is that back uh, that will get in, you know, when you put him put him inside the five. He was the only running back that was given the ball more than five times within the five, and he scored on every single one. Every single one. Six times he was given the ball within the five, and he scored I think six Tom times. Brady would have something to say about that. I was. That's why I said running back. <laughs> Andy Dalton was four for four, uh, fair, so I fair. had to get him off the list. Uh, but LeGarrette Blunt got 24 carries – Inside the five last year. Yeah, I think his red zone, it was either red zone or inside the 10. He had like, it was probably red zone. I think he had 15 or 16 more than second, which was David Johnson. He had 81 touches in the red zone. So that's, yeah, that was that was the stat. Which, which is, is insane. That's incredible. What an offense. And I mean, that's why he had 18 touchdowns. Now, there are way more weapons now for the Patriots. So I don't know if he's going to get 18, tu- 18 touchdowns, but... If they're going to be within the five, it seems like your options are give it to Gillisley or throw it to Gronk. Yeah. Right? And because Cooks and Edelman are not fade-out wide receivers. Right? Yeah, and so Cooks if Gronk gets not. hurt, Gillisley is going to be the one that gets all the, the, the touchdowns because he's not – he's just the biggest one. Uh, he's that bell cow. So I do think Gillisley is the, is the right running back to draft. I think the biggest thing that you have to think about is – the New England Patriots as an offense, and is that where you want a running back? Because in our ADP, let's say that Gillisley is going 64th. The other running backs around him are going to be like, would you rather have Gillisley or LeGarrette Blunt on Philly? Gillisley. Would you rather have Gillisley or Gillisley or Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson. Really? Uh,. He's not going to catch Maybe any balls. Not. Oh, but word out of camp is that AP's hands haven't seen this much work since. So you can you teach, know the joke. So you can teach an old dog new tricks. That's uh, what you're telling me. Yeah, no, probably not. I don't think that, so. That wouldn't make sense. It's like, oh, what have you been doing your whole career then, Peterson? Just not working on catching the football. Like, oh, I didn't need to. It's like, oh, well, you, you probably could have. Spencer Ware and Ty Montgomery are both going ahead of Gillisley. I would have Gillisley over both those guys. So I would agree with that. So Gillisley, you know, if he's going to be... This is one to watch. Like, we're doing this a little bit early, but this is definitely a backfield that you want to watch the second and third preseason game. Is Brady even going to play in preseason? Probably Probably not. not. That wouldn't make sense. But we will see running backs play because Belichick has five on the roster. I like Burkhead. I really did. And they signed him. I would think that the two guys you would want are Gillisley and Burkhead, the two guys that they signed. Do they give James White a contract extension? I think Deion Lewis is on his way out. Yeah, so that that could be it. Like that's why he's getting work right now. I think I think what we'll see by the time the NFL season starts is that Gillisley will be the back. Uh, James White will be a little bit of change of pace, but I think Rex Burkhead's going to do all the right things. He'll play a little bit, but I think Gillisley and White are going to be the ones that uh, that kind of come to play. And I think Gillisley's going to be the touchdown guy to watch. So James White finished behind only David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell with running back targets, catches, and receiving yards. And he was the PPR RB22 from Tom Brady's week five on. Wow. That's pretty good. That I actually good. didn't know that. And so I would take White. I think I would take White later than Gillisley in the fifth or sixth round. I don't want any Patriots running back in the fifth or the sixth round. I mean, 
think about what Blunt did last year, though. Yeah, I guess I if think you're going to score 18 touchdowns. Gronk, but, man. I guess you're right. You If you take him in the fifth or sixth round, it's not a bad pick. I just get scared off by if he if Belichick sees an advantage with somebody else, he's going to do that. How annoying are the Patriots? Oh, they're so annoying. They can easily God. win 15 games this year. Yeah. Because they don't even have the two divisions that they have to play outside of the AFC East. The AFC West, not bad, but there are some shit teams there. The NFC South is good, but there are still some shit teams there. If you can't stop Tom Brady, what are the Buccaneers or the Saints going to be able to do? So they have Stephon Gilmore and Malcolm Butler at corner. You know, the thing is, they're just going to be looking to outscore people, I guess. But Do you think like that their the- defensive line, their front seven, is not very good? No, and they've Ninkovich retired. Yeah, like Dante Hightower is okay. Alan Branch played good for him. I mean, I guess they always get the most out of guys who come over. Tony Ely sounds like it's going to be a bust. David Harris came over from the Jets because the Jets are just unloading all their good players. Yeah, the Jets are. That, that, that'll be one that we can get done in 10 minutes when we do that preview. Uh, yeah, so the running backs, it's just something to watch. How do you feel about Brandon Cooks? I would draft Brandon Cooks to be my second wide receiver because we saw a lot of bombs out of Chris Hogan last year and Malcolm Mitchell, and Brandon Cooks is... A 24-year-old that is, I think, looking to prove himself. I think that we could see an output of the New England offense kind of like we did in 2007, where they just put up like 500 points. This offense, when you look at the receivers being Brandon Cooks and Julian Edelman, then you've got the tight ends as Rob Gronkowski and Dwayne Allen, and then you've got the running backs as Gillis Lee, James White, Rex Burkhead. I mean, he has weapons everywhere, and it would just seem to me as long as the offensive line can stay healthy— They'll have no problem putting up 35 points. And in fact, if the defense isn't that great, they may have to. And Belichick's going to figure it out. I would think that Brandon Cooks has a pretty good year. So do you fade anybody? I would fade Gronk. Fade Gronk? I'm not taking Gronk in any of my leagues. He's just not healthy. I don't know when he's going to be healthy. So he was healthy, basically healthy for like four weeks last year. And played good. Caught little over five balls for 120.75 touchdowns, but then punctured his lung and then was shut down with a ruptured disc in his back. And that back is no joke, dude. His back, that's why he slipped in the draft. He's had problems the whole time. I agree with you. Where's Gronk going right now? Back end of the second round. I mean, that's about right. I'll pass, though. I would pass. You know? Would you take him at the end of like the third round? You got a wide receiver, you got a good running back? Yeah, I don't think he lasts that long just for upside, but... He hasn't played 16 games. Tom since Brady going at 23 overall is a little bit absurd. Rob hasn't gone for 16 games since 2011. He parties hard, man. He has 60. Oh, he has 68 touchdowns. His next That's one insane. is 69. I can't wait for that celebration. <laughs> oh, that is going to be naughty. Uh, he just so, flips Brandon Cooks. I'm just a stand-up 69. How much do you get fined for that? One? I would. Jeez. I would fade Gronk for that reason. I think you can make a trade for him later or something like that. I would probably fade Gronk. All right. How about a little either-or game? Okay. Brandon Cooks or DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, man. I just thought about who DeAndre Hopkins' quarterback was. Ah, Brandon Cooks. I mean, it could be I want Deshaun. Brandon. I want Brandon Cooks. Who's who's the quarterback you think? Is, you think it's going to be Watson yeah, or I, Savage? I like Deshaun. I'm a, big, I'm a Deshaun fan. I think that he's going to be good. I think Bill O'Brien's not the best quarterback coach, as we've seen, because how many coaches can go through that many quarterbacks and not get one to stick? Like, my God. Uh, I think Deshaun over Tom Savage is not going to start. Oh, wait. Sorry. Who do you take, Brandon or DeAndre? Brandon Cooks. 
Okay, Brandon Cooks or Doug Baldwin? Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks or Lamar Miller? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Amari Cooper. Ooh. Brandon Cooks. Okay. Interesting. Over T.Y. Hilton? How's Andrew Luck? Is he is he alive? I would take... I think I would take I th- Brandon I think, Cooks. I think T.Y. would drop a little bit in these ADPs. Yeah. What's his Brandon Cooks ADP right now? For wide receivers, 12th. He, the 12th wide receiver? Yeah. I mean, that's about... That's potential. I mean, there's just a lot of mouths to feed. Like, I, I would take him over Allen Robinson. I would take yeah, him I would, over... Yeah, I would take him over Allen Robinson. I mean, below that. Those guys were actually going about Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I'd take him over Demarius Thomas. Terrell Pryor? Oh, I like Terrell Pryor. Okay. Uh, would Terrell Pryor be number 12 wide receiver? No, but Brandon no, Cooks would probably he's, drop. He's 15. You know what? And... Brandon Cooks should probably drop to like 16 or 17 just because of how many people, how many points are available. Like just how many targets are How many are touchdowns go he's going to get? Like how many touchdowns did he get last year? He's going to be a guy who's going to have. Eight, he had eight touchdowns last year. Like he's not going to get eight touchdowns. I would take his under hard if it was over under eight. Uh, but you think he's just catching bombs? I think he'll have games where he goes five catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. And I think he'll have games where he goes four catches for 30 yards. I would agree with that. Which, I mean, you know, it's what you expect to get from him. Yeah, and I think a lot of that, too, is also... I mean, Edelman's catching eight balls a game. And Belichick's going to go, if they've got good safeties that are taking away Cooks, he's going to go yeah, away from get a shot so but, fast. Yeah. Um, Brady, I mean, are you taking Brady in any of your leagues? I would take Brady. If he's going, obviously... Oh, he's not going as the QB1. QB2 no, at his, his, end of the second round. Rogers has got to be QB1, right? Yeah. I would, He's 40 years old, eating right. I would not take no a quarterback. No sugars, no fats. I don't sleeping. think I'm taking a quarterback. You hear he sleeps in special night clothes? Really? Just like... Not pajamas. They're I think special. they're just like special pajamas. Really? And you know what? Kind of makes sense to me. They're probably so comfy. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and got these sweatpants where... like. It bunches around the ankle and it gets up and then wakes you up because it's cutting off blood to your leg. And his are measured directly to yeah, his pants. Yeah, to his exact body proportions. <laughs> he probably gets his own bed space. You know, Giselle's not messing with this shit. Oh, not during the season. Probably ultra, have separate ultra king bed. They, they don't he just have different rooms. Himself, they yeah. probably have separate houses. In a hyperbaric. Are you taking any? Do you ever take a quarterback in the third or the fourth round? I don't think I have, unless it's a two QB league. I usually tend to stay away. I think that there's a lot of find depth. a passing team that I think you know. I agree 100. percent Let's see. Going. I mean, we can. Talk I don't. About. I don't think that I would draft, and we don't have to talk too much about the fan. What we do fancy, but I, I, there's no way I'm taking Brady in the second round. No, if I'm looking at my board and I see Tom Brady or Marshawn Lynch, I'll take Marshawn. I like Marshawn. I like Marshawn this year. What about in the third round if Christian McCaffrey and Tom Brady are available? Oh, I like Christian McCaffrey. I know. That's why I asked you. Uh, I'll take Christian McCaffrey. And that's just, I think you got to take skill position players. Yeah. Because if McCaffrey's the 15th running back that's available and they're going. Like, man, I'll wait. I'll wait a couple rounds and I'll get, ooh, Andrew Luck might be dead. But still, he's quarterback six. I mean, Cam Newton, quarterback seven, you can get in the ninth round. Give me Cam. I love Cam. Give me Jameis Winston. I know he's going to be throwing picks, but I'll take him six rounds later. I right. would rather have Jameis than Derek Carr for sure. Uh, Matt Ryan, probably fade Matt Ryan. Yeah. Well, Anyways, cool. Yeah. Patriots uh, over twelve and a half wins. Do I, we actually do a Jets? 
Yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> gonna do fast. We we're, do the Jets. we're gonna do a Jets one, uh, and we're gonna do Patriots. I might actually bet. I don't like to bet a lot of overs because of the whole injuries and things like that. But that is one over. Twelve and a half just seems like they're gonna win thirteen. So they've games. gone twelve and four the last four years. But you know what? Well, that was before last year when they went fourteen and two. What? This motherfucker's lying to me. Yeah, but they've had twelve wins in like ten of their last eleven seasons or something like that. Ah, uh, yes, I didn't finish reading the sentence. There it is. Fourteen and two. God, that's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. Like, let somebody. I'm so glad that my team is not. Belichick in the should AFC have East. to deal with. They should trade. The NFL should make the Dolphins and Patriots switch quarterbacks and just see what he can do with Jay. He would make him a 16 and 0. He would make him a world champion. <laughs> All right, we're done with the Patriots. They're going to win 12 and a half games. Would you take Brandon Cooks in the second or Edelman in the fourth? PPR. Full point PPR. Half I'd point. take Edelman. Half, half point. point. <laughs> he gave me such a look there. Just half <laughs> point. Um, I would take Edelman. Yes. Because yes, the, that is what I think. That is that is my conviction. For now, it just came through. Yeah, for now. Dwayne Allen as a tight end. Anything there? I know Martellus had seven touchdowns last year, and they like running two tight end sets. Gronk might got, get hurt. Do you think Dwayne Allen could do anything? No. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the Jets. I'm not even gonna pause it. We can nice. Just, yeah. Let's just go. We can just go right into the Jets. So the Jets are screwed. Their quarterbacks are Josh McCown. We have an ADP that goes to 205. How many Jets do you think are on this list in front of us? Two? Two. You think there's a receiver? No. Definitely not a quarterback. I think it's Matt Forte and Bilal, and Bilal Powell. Powell. <laughs> right. And that is our Jets coverage. Oh, they have Robbie Anderson. I do think that Anunu is on the list before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. Uh, but they've got Robbie Anderson and Ardarius Stewart. I don't. I didn't like Ardarius Stewart at they, Alabama. I didn't think he was that good. Well, what about if Josh? Wait, wait. Like would, but what if Josh McCown's throwing to him? <laughs> or what about Christian Hackenberg? You know, Jalen Hurd is not very good. But I remember. I think I twice. I bet. I think I bet Ardarius Stewart's over once, and then I bet his under another game because it it went under both times. And you just watch him, and he's just not that good. Yeah, I'd be very surprised thinking. if he came in and did anything this year. Uh, I think Robbie Anderson, he'll be a flyer people take late just because they're going to be throwing. You got to throw it to somebody. Or Darius Stewart will probably be taken late too just because. Yeah, I think they'll both go late, just yeah. flyers. But I would be interested to see kind of – I think the only thing that I want to know about the Jets is how many quarterbacks are going to start for them this year. I'm just thinking if there's somebody – like it just seems to me you have McCown, Hackenberg, and Petty. There's just no way all three of them are starting 16 games for you, right? Like you gotta go no. find somebody else. Like I know they're not gonna no, sign I think Cap. They'll just, you think they'll just I, tank? Honestly, I I will probably put a bet in that a team goes 0 16 because I think they could go 0 16. Better than betting they're under four and a half. They have defensive linemen, and that is literally it. Yeah, they got Sheldon Richardson, and yeah. everybody oh, got, on their team they hates. Jamal, they got Jamal Adams. Don't they don't they don't like Todd Bowles? It seems to me that those players don't. Is that like the bet? Him. Just Bowles first coach firing? Are I they going to give him the season, or is it just is he going to get thrown under the bus? It's his this third roster year. Is maybe the worst roster I have ever seen since I've been following football for the last ten years. And the quarterback situation is one of the worst, if not the worst, I've ever seen. The offensive line is a mess. They have no receivers. They have no linebackers. 
Uh, who are they getting? Who are their linebackers? I'm sorry. I was just looking at the fact that they have holes at like 12 positions. So in their first two draft picks, they took the same position. Safety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah, took, yeah. And now Jamal. So two good safeties, dude. Jamal like, Adams is yeah. awesome, and they're both going to start. Uh, their linebacker Tough situation are... to be thrown into. Oh, because David Harris left, right? Yeah, they cut him. They cut him? Yep. So the Jets linebackers are going to be... Is oh, they Raglan, got Demar- they got Demario Davis from Raglan is Cleveland, on the Bills, huh? and they got Reg- Reggie Raglan's on Buffalo. Oh, I'm just looking here. So got Spencer Pacinger from the Miami oh. Dolphins. Wow! If the Dolphins let him go, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's bad. But they got Demario Davis from Cleveland. I'm just gonna look up there. Look at the. Can you look up their live over over under? I'll do it. If it's four and a half. And how much juice is on the under? Minus a thousand. Minus two fifty. I think we should bet a decent amount. Oh, yeah, they have Darren Lee. I I just wish it would go down to, like, three and a half and give me, like, minus 110. Man, their defensive line is really good. It has potential. It It has potential. Leonard Williams is good. Leonard Williams is awesome. Muhammad Wilkerson. Sheldon Richardson. I think they're – like, I would be surprised if he doesn't get traded by the end of the season. Oh, and they got – they signed Morris Claiborne, and they got Buster Scrine as the two corners, and they got two safeties. Buster Scrine is terrible. And Morris Claiborne is not that good either. Oh, Bilal Powell. Let's talk about Bilal Powell then. Would you take him pretty late? I mean, he played. Yeah, I like him. He played really well after Matt Forte got hurt because he played the last four games. He had 82 carries, 411 yards, two touchdowns, 21 catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown in his last four games. Give me this perfect bad season by any team. It's not great odds, but I'll probably take it. What is it? Plus 800. I mean, the Jets are bad. Throw ten bucks on it. The games the Jets no, could a win. thousand games the Jets could win that you have to be careful of. Buffalo twice. Cleveland, okay. Cleveland, Cleveland away. I don't think people uh, I, look. I agree with you. Cleveland yeah. could be better, but their quarterback situation is still. I don't know. I know Deshaun Kaiser looks good to me. He's probably going to start. I like Kaiser, but I mean they're still young. But that's about it. They play a lot of tough teams. They play the AFC West. They're going to lose every single one of those games. They'll lose every game to the NFC South. Hopefully, at least, it'll be, because I'm, I'm definitely betting it, it'll be fun, hopefully, to get at least some entertainment out of it. Do you know what it was like last year when maybe the teams weren't as bad, but they were still, because we had the Niners last year. Do you remember what it was? What the to perfect bad season? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All were right. They, how many games did the Niners win? Two? Two. We had their under. Yeah. It was, like, what, it was awesome. Um, ba, 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 ba. All right. Well, the Jets. Suck. That's fine. Uh, what is Todd Bowles first to get fired? Give me one second. Vamp, vamp. It was funny that looking up the Jets, there's just nothing that looks good. Uh, Bill Powell really... did average five and a half yards per carry. Like I think he's the one. He got 21 passes in the last four games. If you're playing PPR, Shaw retired. Bilal Powell is. He could be. Right. Wait, what? Debrick Shaw Ferguson, he retired, yep. right? Debrick Shaw left tackle. Yep. Mangold retired. Yep. They just—he's uh, five to one first coach fired. And is he the leader? Yeah. I can't believe Gase is at fourth now. I wish I could short but that. How's, how are Gase and John Fox? All right. So that kind of the that, same odds. Gase just took an underachieving team to ten and six. And Tannehill just got hurt. I don't know. That's Anyways, all right. So that's the the New York Jets AFC East preview. I want to do a quick couple of rankings. I just want to cover the AFC East. Well, I was going to say the top rank the four quarterbacks for each team, but does it just go Brady, Tyrod, Cutler, Hackenberg, whoever plays for the Jets? Fantasy wise, yeah, fantasy wise, or yeah, is yeah, Tyrod sure. above Cutler? 
Oh, I know. Tyrod is above, above Kelly. Brady, just for the rushing. Brady, Ty, uh, yeah. Ty God. Now, with the running backs, Gillisley, Bilal, Jajai, LaShawn. Actually, those are not those are not bad. Would you go Ajay, LaShawn, Gillisley, Bilal? Man, that's actually a good question because I know LaShawn's going probably, what, Seven, seventh overall. He's he's going top twelve. Yeah, I he's think. probably going two or three running back spots before a giant. But I think I might rather have a giant. Just the durability. It's Lashawn scares me. Twenty nine for for a, the seventh pick. I just don't want somebody who gets hurt every year. Fair. That could be anything. That could be anyone though. I mean, you you can make the same case. How many times has Le'Veon played in sixteen games? I would feel a little bit better about Lashawn if maybe he had some other weapons or Buffalo acted like they wanted to win, yeah. but it just doesn't seem that way. At least the Dolphins seem like they want to win. They'll be in the lead. Maybe they'll be able to run the ball a little bit. Division. Right. I mean, what do you think the Patriots are to win the division? Minus 1,000. Oh, my God. Uh, is it, yeah, I mean, it's going to be minus 25. Minus 2,000. Jesus. 1 to 20. You got to bet $20 to win a dollar. That means there's value there. <laughs> Dolphins, 12 to 1. All right. Get on that J train. Patriots over 12 and a half wins or under over Dolphins over seven and a half wins or under eight and eight Bills seven and nine Jets oh and 16 oh and 16. there it is <laughs> just put it out there all we right get them to win the division at 75 to one I do not want that I would rather bet on perfect bad season or Todd Bowles to be first to fire all right that's what we got for the AFC East preview looks good for the Patriots the Dolphins are still probably the most interesting to me, while the only good thing about the Bills and the Jets are probably LaShawn, but that's about it. Cool. We're done with the AFC East. We'll see you next with the NFC East.